1: Adam L. Channel right here at the Crown OG Studios, baby. Appreciate all y'all tuning in, all y'all listening, wherever you're at in the world. I appreciate y'all. Y'all could be doing whatever you want and you listening to the Getting High Risk Show Thank you all so much. Wherever you're listening on any platform uh, for podcasts, Google, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever it is, just let me know. I appreciate you if you're watching this on YouTube. Hi. Thank you all for pulling up. Uh, Drop a comment, like, share, all that. And if you're here on Twitch watching live, uh, it's going to be exciting because you guys get to interact with us. We got a great show today, dude. Uh, He's been requested by some people. He's the owner of like 3,700 shops in California. He's uh, passionate about the plant. He's uh, controversial. He is outspoken. I think that's why people think he's controversial, because he's outspoken. And he just wants to spread the truth and let everyone know what's going on. And I want to know more about him, because he's an interesting dude, and he has a a great social media presence. And if you don't know who I'm talking about by now, I'm about to let y'all know who I'm talking about, the one and only owner of CEO, the CEO of Catalyst. Elliot Lewis in the building, everybody. What? Thanks, brother. Appreciate you having me on. I love the fucking energy, man. That rhythm you come out with, how you just look,
2: how you just talk and bring the energy and the vibe, man. We're already, already in a good place with it. Thanks for having me oh, on. Oh, man,
1: please. I'm excited to have you here. I appreciate you pulling up. I know you're busy. I was watching your stories over the hurricane season, and you visited, like... I guess shout out to uh california for trying to scare everybody because yeah, yeah, no one yeah, was driving yeah, yeah. on sunday so i felt like you went all over california
2: yeah, yeah that's to visit was, everything you know uh nathan was with me who's, who's there and uh you know we started out because you know look I, i'm a firm believer just you know if you're gonna have your uh your workforce do something you better be out there yourself so we started in the ie because that's where we thought it hit the hardest just to keep our eye on it then as we started kind of going through la we were like fuck it there ain't nobody out here we might be able to make it. And we were debating. Them. So at the end, we we're like, I think we could get them all. So we just busted a little lap, did a slalom, made it all the way. So we got 21 total, but 18 in SoCal. Uh, we hit them all. It was a really cool day, man. Just to give a shout out to the whole staff, show our appreciation. That I love re- it. What really fucking impressed me, we went into a few stores, uh, and our customer base is just fucking hard ass motherfuckers. Like P Town was popping, El Monte was popping, Bellflower was popping, we're not scared off by the fucking hurricane
1: at all. No. A little bit too much hype, by the I way. Think, I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, better safe than sorry, yeah. I guess, is the way they're trying to put it. Like, at least, you know, people were caught careful. I witnessed a couple of things on the freeways driving. I saw flipped cars and spin outs and shit, but I'm glad you made it safe driving through the earthquake. Yeah, earthquake, You said, like it. You said 21.
2: 21 total, 18 in so. Cast. 21,
1: 21, 21. Yeah,
2: 21 that, right now, today. How yeah. did that happen, bro? I don't even know, man, honestly. Uh, I just try to get one. So you know we were doing a little growing back. That's really is what it was. Uh, so you know we're doing a little growing back in the day, and then my ears were perked up enough when it came to Long Beach. Long story short, you know I just wanted to get one, and uh, we were pretty successful in Long Beach, and we ended up getting uh, six. Right, uh, that's a whole story in itself. And I was like, all right, well, maybe this works. So we went to the next city. It was kind of bellflower. And then from there, we were like, oh, we're pretty good at this. And then just little by little, we just been grinding it out, kind of like a little train that could. You know, I'm really proud of the fact that we've never had the fuck you money. We're underfunded. We fucking suffer immensely. But we just keep going one inch at a time, figuring out how to get the next door open. And, uh, you know, we're still here, which, you know, anybody who's still here, I'm fucking, I'm impressed.
1: It, it is uh, a tough market right now um there's a lot of competition there's a lot of ignorance a lot of people don't know uh you know products and there's not a lot of information out there for people to learn so uh you know you out here making it happen just providing weed for the people which i love i love that whole weed for the people thing but is this always something that was elliot lewis always like i'm gonna be a weed shop owner like what was no so well look you know i right when 215 passed
2: uh, you know, I was I was living up in Berkeley. It was the first thing that I could vote for. So there's only one doctor back then giving up cards. So you know, I, we had a little three light three lighter going. We were flipping some packs out of BC, and like back then uh, we knew some Asian cat that would bring in five packs. And he was like, didn't go to school. That was like the big guy, right? So we get a pound five packs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we get a little pound for like 38 and chop it up like 1100 QPs and move right. it. But I got away uh, away from cannabis for a little while, and uh, you know we were flipping houses. And Then in 2013, like real estate, real estate. houses. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then like 2013 my buddies from berkeley some of them were still growing uh and they they just like kept it going so they were like hitting me up and at first i was just the guy that could get the commercial real estate so we had some uh, indoors and uh, so you were
1: finding houses to grow in
2: well they were the like commercial property and uh oh, okay, okay for whatever reason we kept using like old churches i don't know how that became a thing but like, like they holy were cheap. weed yeah so la and compton were our main spots and then we, we did some bigger stuff up north a couple of years after that and we had some hoop houses and stuff it was a. Uh, fun run and then like I said I was just kind of back in it deep enough that in 2016 when it passed in Long Beach that's my own hometown born and raised I was like fuck this I'm gonna I'm give me one of those and then if you would have told me like hey I'm gonna be a CEO of a cannabis company that's you know at, at this size I would have never believed it and then the idea of even speaking on Instagram like sounded goofy uh it started three years ago doing it now i'm into it. It's, like, it it's a little bit of like yo i want my voice heard and then it's like a little therapy that goes with it so. but
1: you're like really out there you're going to like city council meetings you're going to like different counties to like expressing your knowledge and what you know about the plant and the direct interactions you have with the customers because you're all over california and you're out here just like letting them know that they're all idiots and they don't know what the hell they're talking about and you're also calling out a lot of people but before we get into all that yeah, right right i want to go back 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 i want to know who elliot Lewis. is you said you were from long beach you're originally yeah, a california yeah, born, native born, born, born what well, yeah. lbc that's yeah, right LBC. yeah all the way through and how school. how was little elliot like how was little elliot in school uh, were you a good student i was a were really you? good
2: student actually yeah i mean i got in a lot of trouble uh
1: like, did you talk a lot did your report card say like I, talks a lot uh, i
2: think one of the things was most talkative <laughs> i had maybe as a thing yeah, like I a did.
1: superlative you did, 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 won most talking it yeah, i
2: think I, like maybe at some point i think like one of those yearbook bands, yeah yeah I was, uh, most talking let's go dude. not to drop the yearbook stuff but i was actually one time i think most likely <laughs> to succeed so it was a weird uh mix but Is I was it, you were most guy, likely to succeed dude? yeah I, I think way back in junior high I, I don't even know why i said that but the, uh you no know, that's fucking uh, amazing I, 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 I was always getting like you know I, I was good in school so you know that i was always good at that but like i was always causing some shit right just you know uh... you know going up through high school and 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 whatever so i still am friends with a lot of the you know, the guys I grew up with, you see them around, whatever. So that was my stomping grounds. I ended up getting into Berkeley. So I really enjoyed myself up there. I was there for five years.
1: Okay, before we go to Berkeley, like, yeah. so so you're a good student. You're in Long Beach. Are you in like the LAU? Is Long Beach have their own school district yeah, or is it part of LBUSD? L- okay, yeah. so you're in the public school yeah, system. Long Beach, Wilder, Wilder Wilson in the house. What? <laughs> and you're uh, a good student. You, you're playing
2: a little football and baseball, right? Like, not the most. Up- what, what did
1: like little Elliot want to be? Were you. When it was like fourth grade, Elliot, where you like, I'm gonna be an astronaut?
2: I'm or, a- at one point in my life, I wanted to be a veterinarian. Then, as, okay. I, got, as I got older, like, I wanted to be a school teacher. It was like, kind of whoa, like, okay. look at you, and educating. And then, education's in yeah, you. you know, then you know, I started taking more acid and, and mushrooms, <laughs> like, and then I wanted to be like, that was it. I just wanted to travel and be a hippie. I had long hair, the whole goatee, right? I never thought I'd be like uh this capitalist if you would if like the old me would have seen me so you know you still always got to walk that line but uh you know then i had this whole idea i'm just gonna travel and back back and he you know, was teaching english and uh you know spain but you know somehow, wait, you
1: were so you became an educator you were teaching english in spain like you went yeah, to spain and taught english
2: yeah around 2001 what? when i graduated yeah i was teaching english to uh uh kids and adults mostly because those were like my two ways I could do it. Like, I didn't like the intermediate. I liked the conversation and then, like, the really...
1: Like, what kids is what? Like, like, like elementary, like, 10 and under?
2: Yeah, like, young. Somewhere like six, seven, eight. 7, okay. was
1: learning English. And then I
2: had some uh, really... Do cool. you, know Spa- you know Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> Are you
1: Spanish at all? No. Yo, stop it! Oh, my God. This is amazing, dude. You
2: know, I was teaching... Uh, uh, it was really cool just teaching adults. Because they just wanted to, like, conversate. So you just had to conversate. And then, like, you know, one funny story. You know, the guy asked, like, can you say fuck all the time. Like, like, can you explain it? And I was like, well, this is some deep shit. So I put some... I ended up doing a lesson around it. Get About into, the word fuck? Because well, you, like, got fucked up, fucked over, Yeah, because fuck around. is, like, a, it everything. everything. It's a and noun, a verb, yes, an adjective. Yeah, yeah it's everything. Yeah, go through the whole Yeah, the fuck whole that thing. fucking fucker. Yeah, exactly. yeah exactly. exactly. So, you know, but it, it was great time. <laughs> great country. Uh, you know, I it, it, enjoyed my time there. And then... Uh, you know, like I said, got back, you know, uh got born into real estate, fucked around for a little while, and then, you know, re-entered the cannabis space around
1: 2013 or so. What I was gonna be a teacher too. I actually was in high school in this program called the Multilingual Teacher Career Academy, where they teach you a language and you uh, become an educator. But then I learned that with LAUSD they only get paid once a month and the money is shit. And I was like, you know what? Like as much as I like this, I'm out.
2: No, the hustler gene in the end.
1: I'm out. The hustler gene
2: in the end won out, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's just who I am. <laughs> like, you know, we try to be uh, you know good corporate citizen, activist for the industry but you know, Catalyst First Agenda. And, you know, we, I just love hustling, right? Like, it's not about stacking the money, anything like that. It's just the actual, like, feeling you get of moving something or like, trying to build something bigger than yourself the
1: achievement yeah, that like, I, I just love it it's the yeah, greatest thing ever i love here. that yeah that's why like when we ran the marathon like that accomplishment at the end you're just like you try so hard you train for something and when you finish it that feeling you get is just
2: i, I got one marathon under my belt yeah yeah you ran but a I, marathon but, but i crapped out at about well i made it i finished but I was uh, I, I trained a little bit, but I probably should have trained more. Are you athletic?
1: Were you you were in the I was decent, like I was not the played, like football, yeah, football, baseball, baseball. I was
2: a mediocre, you know, pretty good. High school, college, yeah, I was able to play on varsity. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, I, I I worked hard, so I was what? able to play above my you know mediocre talent. You know, I was pretty good. Right? Love it. Are uh, you still are you still doing any like uh, not really, fitness not activity? Really. Playing the last fitness thing I playing did playing catch the la- with the kids. The, the very last fi- I, I try here and there, yeah, uh, and I'll play soccer and stuff with them. But the very last fitness thing I did. was... it's actually funny two youngsters who are now growing up in the company a little further it's about two and a half years ago uh they didn't show up to like we were like swimming a pier one day and they didn't show up and it was during the time when uh simone biles and this probably come off wrong but we were fucking around the gymnast Uh, yeah she like tapped out and so then i started calling this one guy in her office will biles and i was like i know your generation like applauds like wimping out nothing against simone biles but i was just giving him a hard time so he's like fuck you bitch let's go two mile swim two mile run and I was like, all right, I don't think you know what a two mile swim in the ocean is. That's right? a lot. Yeah, so we called it in November. I don't like the ocean anyway. That was the last time I trained. So, long story short, we called it in the ocean. And then like I called it in November, no
1: wetsuit, right? So, like, Oof. you're going to have to be. Yeah, uh, that's, that's ready. intense.
2: So, they no show to make, you know, and then I just went out there and did it. Nathan was there, I had another witness. Uh, you swam
1: two miles in the ocean
2: and ran two, and miles. Then ran two miles in November after Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was my last. That was like two and a half years ago. And now I haven't did shit. I'm what? like totally lost. Over. But I keep saying that I'm gonna go back and swim because I like the cold water. You know, I used to live down on the peninsula, in Long Beach, and I'd swim year round. You know, it would get really, really cold. You swim a little shorter, but I really like the cold water. Just get that little. Uh, it's, good. it's good for you. You ever do yeah. like a cold plunge? I haven't done the cold plunge. Like it's funny. I just talked to Caleb uh, from Connecticut it's the other hot. day, and that's like his jam, it's, right? Yeah. We have it
1: at the gym. You know, I do a weed and workout class right. where we smoke weed while working out and I do cold plunge dab hits. It's really... It's- I believe
2: in it because what happens is you get out and you're cold and you're a little tired but then about 15, 20 minutes later you get that fucking, you know, extra little, you know, pick me up and boost. It's a real shit. It... it and I haven't done the plunge, plunge, but I know just from cold water swimming, the endorphins are working. And yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's the also good. And it
1: increases, like, it helps circulation, inflammation, all sorts of like medical benefits. But it's, it hurts.
2: This last year and a half, it's painful. Been, my workouts has been just horrible,
1: but you know, mental. It's mean? been a lot of mental workouts. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we do what we can. Yeah. So, so you're a good student. You're part of the athletic department. You're out here. You go to UC Berkeley. On scholarship or No
0: nah, just whatever. Is it fucking I'm going, going up north and like weed? By the way, back
2: then it was like two grand a semester, so it was a public school, right? It was a little bit different. So uh, Were you yeah.
1: smoking weed during when was like your oh, yeah. first experience? Oh, but the
2: first time I smoked weed was the first time it got offered to me. Uh, <laughs> let me be clear. You're Kids, like ten you can wait. No, I was I think I was seventh grade summer going into eighth grade. So that's like 12, 13. Yeah, and then yeah. like there was some eighth graders smoking it and then I was like we, you know, we used to travel and cruise back then. So there was like twenty of us and uh, you know, three of us were like 8th graders are smoking and they're like, hey, we smoke some weed. And I was like, okay, yeah, well, I'm down for that. Let's try it, right? I don't think I got super high the first time, but I smoked weed all the way through high school. Then by the time I got to college, like I was, you know, five, six bong rips uh, all day, every day was kind of my thing. Like, I, I drank a decent amount, but, you know, it was just smoking weed all day. Now, now that I'm, a, like, you know, I'm mostly a night smoker, uh, you know, I smoke something every night, uh, uh, you know, just to, you know, kind of unwind. But, uh, you know, back then I was definitely, I'd I'd say, a way more heavier smoker than uh, I am today.
1: How much do you smoke now?
2: Uh, You know, I don't know. Usually, like, if I'm going to bed, I might take, like, two bong ribs, let that kind of hit in. Hit maybe three, four puffs on the vape. And then, like, I always lose it in my bed. I like
1: to keep the vape <laughs> you, Wait, you take your vape to your bed? No, I do. It's in the, the, the pen. I'll, honestly, if I lift it on my bed,
2: I'd have, like, five. <laughs> but I really like the cold-fired batteries because they, like, they like do it a little, like, so you don't burn it as much. And so, like, I'm always looking for it because we got to put on other batteries. So that's good. That's yeah. mostly the vape ball smoke. I smoke the connected vapes, too. Uh, but it, at the end of the day, like, at night, I always just want it right there because if I get up a little bit, I want to smoke. Knock myself just having out. It easily yeah. accessible. And I'll kill some edibles, but I feel like like I hit a lot of edibles last night because I was uh, doing a thing until midnight, and I was like, you know, like when I'm working late, I get a little hyped up. So then you know if I if I take too many edibles, I feel like I get like a little bit of a when I wake up, it takes me a minute to shake it. Yeah, off. yeah.
1: edibles give me that like weed over the next day where I'm just like groggy and I'm just yeah, it's, I, I, it's like hard over. to shake off. Yeah. You're like, bro, I know, just leave my body already.
2: I usually bomb like, eight expressos in the morning, so... She... Yeah.
1: Well, you are. I mean, you know, I got to learn a little bit. We went to Apothecary. Right. uh, Across the street, and...
2: Shout out to Apothecary, man. Love to see the other retailers out there doing good, man. Yeah. If you're in the area, come on down, hit it just stop up. Stop it, yeah.
1: chill, chill. Uh, chill. Uh, I I was watching one of these things, these videos you had where you said the best influencer is a butt tender.
2: Not even close, by by a million yards, right? Like, and I same thing I'll say, like the most important 400 followers, whatever that I have, are the butt tenders, right? And that's not to discount the customers, just as far as influencing on what's selling the product. Because they're right.
1: direct to the customer, they're out there speaking directly to you.
2: All day long, 24/7 and they're influencing, right? Like, I could barely move the needle if I'm being honest. Listen, I'm butt tender of the century, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I will say this, I've been out here. I've
1: seen, bud, here. I seen butt tend, he, <laughs> I've he been butt tending from the deli style days with the chopsticks and the write the fucking labels to POS branded, can't even touch the weed. And
2: then you hear me preach it, like the brands that do good in our shelf are the, first of all, you gotta be product first, right? Good value. And it's also the ones that have been able to immerse themselves in our culture And get down with the bud tenders and look while we've been sitting here i don't know what the number is you know maybe a thousand transactions have have transpired right they're out there right now selling weed 24 letting people know what they like
1: what they're smoking what they enjoy and also if you're a brand dude like you gotta grease up the butt tenders a little you know drop off some samples let them know educate them a little bit give them some key points about the product and why it's better what makes them different why are they special what and then you know those are those buzzwords that you give to the customers bro little you guys gotta gotta understand not just putting a product out there with a fancy Mylar bag and saying everyone buy it. Nah. What the fuck is better about your shit? Why should I buy your shit? Let me know.
2: It's important and like I only wanted to recommend what they believe in right and like if someone wants a value product just be clear about you know what it is or what the product is because people are going to come back based on that experience right and then the education part super super important right and you know I think sometimes the industry too like. Just somebody, put the mic closer to your oh, mouth. Somebody walks into yeah, yeah. a store and they don't uh, you know they don't quite know like you know what's what like that's the person you need to be more patient with and be you know take more time with but they, they are the most important people in this game by far it's let's go close, baby yeah.
1: shout out to the butt tender yeah. you already know what what did you uh oh yeah i said you just went to berkeley or you, you just paid your way through you just yeah, yeah. You, is, did you choose berkeley because it's closer to like where all the cannabis was and
2: I, it was the, just the best school that i you know that i had what did I you go into. for what's that what did you go to oh, berkeley I, f- I studied philosophy
1: Oh, like, okay. Like, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I was that like, that's like, like,
2: back then, like so I was saying, I was just all about, you know, I got, I was really into like Nietzsche and Kant. I won't get into all that. Uh, you know, I'm still super interested in philosophy, but, uh, you know, then you take that and your parents are like, what the fuck are you going to do with that? I'm like, I don't know, but like, it's just, I'm going to be here. I got to like sit here and learn, you know, so it was something I liked to do. And I was like a Birkenstock guy. Like I said, the dreads <laughs>
1: go to just were you, were you barefoot Birkenstocks or socks and Birkenstocks. Why well, do
2: you say that? <laughs> I, I, I would go socks sometimes in the winter and I get called out, but I give a fuck.
1: Right. Cause it's, Cause, yeah, it's cause cold. People
2: would, people would be like, don't, you don't wear socks and Birkenstocks. And I'd be like, who made that yeah. fucking rule, right? Yeah, that's just the made-up ass shit, right? So I finally I, I wear got away, socks with slides. I finally got away <laughs> from the Berka stocks a little bit, but I had like a phase where like
1: Berka that was stock. all. Yeah, yeah.
2: This is just probably you know 20-year-old phase. Yeah. But like the, I, I love them. There's something about them. That the the Jesus sevens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I didn't we go gotta... barefoot
2: some days. I was a fucking, you know. Barefoot? Yeah, well, you know. Did I... you have like swap meat feet? Like the, yeah. like the <laughs> sole of your foot was all dirty? Uh, well, there was like. Stop I, it. I, no, I did. I went on this really long acid trip. Like, I got some really good acid. And it was like three days. And then so for like a, a little while, I was like, why am I even wearing shoes? But then, like, after, like two I need weeks. to be grounded. I need to touch the earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to be one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop so, it. No, it's funny because now the microdose is coming back. She actually slipped me one the other day, and I was like, dude, I'm going to dinner. I don't want to be by. But it was actually kind of fun. Yeah, my wife, Anna, who's off the camera. Uh, Shout so out now, to Canna Anna. Uh, there was no microdosing back then, right? No, you just in, take it. Yeah. And then, like, you know, you would buy drugs off the street then, like acid, whatever you want to call it. And, like, you didn't even know what you were going to get, right? Like, it was just like a, you didn't have to worry that there was fentanyl or whatever, you know? Yeah. Whatever. It was there, like right?
1: a, it was a, uh, you know, the culture was different. Right. Now it's, it's, I mean, I think weed was better 10 years ago than right. it is today, too.
2: Well, look, it, it's different. I, I, I just don't think I, I knew. Um, and even as I've gotten back into weed, I had to kind of relearn. Oh. What it was, because you know, back in the '90s, you either had a brick weed from Mexico, right, Or you had can- to pull it apart, or you had the kind, so like everything. That or was the co- Canadian fucking yeah, compressed yeah. weed
1: from the tires that would fucking chip your paint when you throw there it you against go, the right. wall.
2: But it looked good, yeah. right?
1: Or like- if you're from the valley, you got to, you know, if you knew, you, if you knew someone that had a nice little house or garage or little closet that grew the, you know, crafted cannabis certain and then, strains and we
2: could get the packs back then at like 38 you know that was which was a good price yeah sometimes they would be up at like four and then you know you break down a qp at like 1100 bucks you're making six yeah you're doing
1: you were doing duffel bag days I, I heard you talking about duffel bags
2: well that was when we, so we, we, we <laughs> bring it home duffel uh, bag uh, like yeah my wife good? loves the fucking duffel bags <laughs> uh, no because well so in about 2015 after we had been doing the indoor grows for a while we started growing up we did three in calaveras county one county i remain nameless that one actually got shut down uh uh, I got, I'll say this. You probably not listen. Whoever took that one on the chin's a fucking champ. Because uh, they were trying to get them on all sorts of shit. So we had five different ones. We did like a little pilot program in Alameda. And that's when we were doing. So each one had 10 hoop houses. So when like late July would hit and you'd have three, 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 three. There was uh, four of us, right? Uh, it was, and and I, at that moment, I was by far the lowest guy on the totem pole. I was just happy to be uh, part of it. But there was nothing like paying your trimmers and fucking getting the duffel bag. And driving home and then, you know, like even today I'm out late. I don't come home with duffel bags no more. <laughs> Back then if I come home with a duffel bag, my wife was only gonna be a little mad, like
1: yeah.
2: I'm talking like a like yeah ca- I call that bodybuilder money, like when yeah. you're like yeah, yeah. Yeah. all <laughs> yeah. reported by the way, all legal, everything. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so I remember the seventy two pound days. Yeah. 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 It, yeah, was, it was, was good. I, I mean Like the late 1900s, early 2000s was a great time for a lot of people in the cannabis space. And then when the dispensaries and all the clubs started opening up, you know, SB420, and then we had Prop 215, and then everyone started opening up, and then there was like a race to the bottom. It was like 50 cap, 40 cap, 35 cap, and then the pound started going from like 6K to 5K to 42, 38, 32, and then everyone's just like... There's no everyone's making like fifty cents or something right. on it. And you're like, what am I? What am I racing to the bottom for? Right. Like, what are we doing? Well, it's funny. I
2: had you're know, talking about Caleb again. We had the bags. So when we were doing our indoor grows, and like you know, as it was getting on closer, 13, 14, I think they had just split with uh, connected. Maybe it was fifteen uh, with cookies. And you know, we were growing pretty decent weed. But when you put it into the uh, the connected bag, that mylar. And you know, had the right strain. We were getting an extra 1000 bucks just for the... Just for the bag. Yeah, just for the bag, yeah. Yeah,
1: and that's what I think is wrong with the industry today, is a lot of people care what's on the bag rather than what's in the bag. And I feel like that has decreased the quality and everyone's going on this percentage. Uh...
2: Fuck the percentage, right? <laughs> By the way, I just, met, I just met with a lab guy. I won't say who. who. We had a whole talk about how these percentages are by the way none of them are real let's just start there it's all marketing yeah and then like the guy, it's, the, it's the, the lab guys that are clean they'll do like seven texts and extract the highest one so they're not breaking the
1: rules and then some people
2: i don't know what they're doing they must be tripping and falling and throwing like Ugh. keep in there because there, there is no weed that <laughs>
1: sprinkles some fucking yeah i seen a
2: 40 the other day there's nothing that's 35 36 you know, well now they're
1: doing like total cannabinoid a uh, total right. cannabinoid so it's like the percentage of the THC, the CBD, the CBN, and all the little other right. uh, chemical compounds in cannabis. And then they're equaling all of those instead of just... And then you look at the THC and it's like 22%. But I feel like
2: the, I feel like the, I feel like the customer is getting smarter and more educated, and they're learning. That's our job. I'm, one thing I'm really proud of in our footprint, like, you know, look, some people go for certain products, but I do think we've done a good job of uplifting craft brands and educating customers so that at the end of the day, they know what they're buying is, is, is quality. And like, one of the hardest things we have to do is decide who we're going to carry. So we had it up to 160. I think we're down about 135 today, which I think is about as many br- I don't think anybody's carrying that many brands. But we never- How many brands do you have? 135 brands. We have like a couple thousand SKUs.
1: You said a, a, in the shop. Yeah. Uh, and that's in everything flowers, edibles, hash everything, pens. Everything,
2: yeah. And it's just like, because, like, you know, and, 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 and look, the crazy part about that is, though, if we wanted to, we could carry 10 times more. Like, the most heartbreaking text that I get or DM is like, yo, bro, like what you're doing out there. I'm a craft farmer from, you know, Humboldt. And it's like, oh, bro, all right, I'm gonna try. So we try to give everybody a hearing. Um, and we really, and then like, you know, if we fuck with you, even though you're a smart, small percent of our sales, I feel like you become an important part of our culture. And then, you know, even cutting from 160, cause we just had to, cause we're killing purchasing. The other thing is it's just as much work to run a, uh, you know, to, to run whatever 10 of each, you know, or 16 of each skew than it is, you know, 1600 of each skew. So it's killing purchasing. So you kind of got to walk that line. And then it's hard to gauge the inventory when it's not selling that much, but we definitely do our best. And then the worst thing is cutting from 160 to like 135 was like heart wrenching, but yeah. like just tough decisions you gotta make.
1: Because I uh, got the opportunity to actually bud tend one time at a Catalyst grand opening, right. I think it was mid city. And I looked at the inventory, because, you know, I like to get familiar with right. what there is, because everybody has a different uh, consumption method, if it's edibles, vase, whatever, hashtags. And I like to verse myself. And you had like, every fucking brand in there I was like and you had it from like the uh, you know most expensive all the way down to like the budget and affordable and then you had like specials and there was, like, all these other special brands that had, like, super discounted. Right. And I was like, bro, I'm here for a couple hours. How am I going <laughs> to intake oh, all this? Right. But
2: I killed it. Well, look, to be fair, probably there's, like, 80, 90 sitting in Mid-City, right? Uh, you know, when we opened. Because 130 doesn't mean every last shelf. But, uh, you know. It was a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: But cool you had part, everything. Every yeah. Like, anyone that came in, they wanted something. Like, oh, yeah, we got that. We got that. The cool part with the brands, too, has been,
2: like, we have this relationship, which is, like, you know. If they break the price, I break the price, right? So I don't try to make the margin if I get a better price. I know they'd appreciate that. And then we have these big blowout deals. We're selling it under wholesale costs, but usually we'll split the difference, we'll work something out, and then we'll figure out the credit back, and everybody's winning, we're selling volume, they're working with us. So like, if not for that, we couldn't run those Know, like opening, like, can I say percentages on here? I'm always fucking paranoid.
1: you can say whatever you want, yeah, okay, yeah, shit, whatever IG, you want. you know, it's you
2: know what's on IG. I'm always like a fat hookup, yeah, listen, listen, dude. we can so say whatever but, the so fuck like, we, we want. We, you know, we have days where we do 42s, 50s, which is now you're getting under wholesale cost, right? But if they if they split it, then it's something it's just a fun day for the customer, yeah, so maybe we get a little bit PADs, yeah, exactly. make it happen, dude, yeah, hell yeah, give back sure. to the
1: patients, yeah. weed, weed for the people. people. That's what it's all about. Right? That's what it's all, What man, like you. What what is like a day in the life for oh, Elliot, man. bro? Like, well, you do, know- do you wake up and and do the IG right away? Cause I I you know I, I scroll in the morning sometimes, and you're just like.
2: It depends, this is how i yeah. feel fuckers. Like, like i didn't want i didn't do one today normally i try to think of a thought every day right uh at least get one up and then like you know sometimes just during the day it will happen uh organically yeah, yeah i try to do one so what
1: that. is like a day in the life for elliot
2: i mean it just depends like i mean i won't get too deep into what i was doing right before here but like the well it's just pol- it's internal politics uh that i can't, can't get too deep into but like it's just battle after battle. And the cr- cool part about weed, which is also the tough part about C- to being a CEO, you just never know. I would say my main responsibilities, you know, I put all the deals together. So, like, we don't have an in quotes, you know, business development department. So, we do that. I do a lot of licensing. I used to do a little more of the politicking, but now they pretty much hate me. Uh, so, I leave that to the, uh, you know, the attorney. Obviously, you know, we oversee the stores. I'm not like day to day. Why do they hate you? The political people, yeah, because yeah. I call them out. I just tell them truth. I call them fake progressives. They say they're progressive. They do shit that's not progressive. They're just, they just... I see that
1: you did this Party on Pine thing. Yeah, that was great. Man, I, I wish up. I made it. Shout out to Wayne. He's a, uh, you know, I love the coordination yeah, that shout he out does. To Wayne. He's a real motherfucker, um, yeah. But you do the Party on Pine. I wish I made it. You know, from the Valley to Long Beach is a mission, so I appreciate you coming yeah, here, especially at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they're LA County, it's fucking. We were
2: trying to bring one back with uh, my homie Sean Weed for Warriors. We figured maybe he'll apply in November. No available dates. They're cock-blocking everything, right? Yeah. They put a 25-day suspension down there in our bar. We're going to appeal it. Uh,
1: the bar is the... The, the Anna's, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: And then uh, you know, were trying to open a clothing store. We're just doing that. This shit is all non-profit, right? That's just so the brands have a different place to sell clothes. We're not trying to make any money off it. Like, yeah, we make a little bit of money off the dispensary. You know, Anna's probably never going to be super profitable. But when we got that dispensary, we promised that we would build that block up because it needed a little love. And, you know, just... Every at every turn, they're just fucking throwing.
1: Yeah, hating. Yeah, hating. Yeah, just why? Uh You you got, you want, you want. I can give you a fresh one, bro. Let me give you. You you want a pre-roll, bro? Here, I got, I got a fresh one, dude. I know you got. I know I gotta have to pack it up, but I got. You want to infuse? Oh look, I got. Let's get it. It's (laughs) raining. It's raining the creme de cannes, dude. The these are the diamond ones, though. What you got? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, oh (laughs) man. It's raining. These are the hat tricks, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to the 42 originals, dude, in the building. What? (laughs) Bro, that (laughs) was like the most fun I ever had. Yeah, I know. And you all. I mean, you do a lot of, you even uh, have uh, L.A.'s baseball head out that's here, like, homie, yeah. repping. Yeah,
2: yeah, he's good people, man. He's really good people. Repping,
1: uh, you getting them golden tickets. What's the golden ticket? Yeah, so you
2: get 100 bucks worth of weed if you get the golden what? ticket. Yeah, oh, yeah. man, I got to find that yeah, fool. Yeah, I got to find it, yeah. that. Yeah, there it is, 420 Originals. So, like, the way that started was we were just fucking around. Uh, we did a, a thing for Silver Lake. We thought it was going to be a one-day thing, and, I, and he's done some uh, weed events for us, and everybody always likes him. Is I would say I fuck with him. I'm like, your wife's the real fucking star, bro. Because she, she does all the. Uh, she paints his words. face. Yeah, she's super cool uh, too. I thought he painted his own face. Oh, no, he's super cool, dude. I'm just. I Damn. Was I you. wonder how long it takes. Like, now. Two, about two and a half hours. Of course, I ask. So well,
1: they, at least that's quality time they spend together. 100%. I bet.
2: Because <laughs> he's doing it like every day, and now he's branching out, doing all this stuff. So then we're like, hey, let's just go to the Dodger game because he's the homie. And I seen him in there, right? And
1: uh, Mike. You need a lighter? Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, you good. I, 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 I know you're it. comfortable. You can kick your feet up too. I saw you wanted I, I got to do it, it earlier. I'm gonna get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. so
2: I, got, I, I, we, we, we. Uh, I got it, G. We good. We good. So, you know, we, we went over there to Dodger Stadium, and I'm like watching them. Everybody's rolling up on him, right? So, and I'm like, bro, this dude's the fucking, like. By the seventh inning, we were making a little deal, right? Like, let's go. So we've been giving these dope golden tickets all over Southern California from LAFC to Dodgers. We put out 10 a day. And then now, like, when he goes in, they just mob him up. And, uh, Damn. Him. Yeah, so well, I got to find him then. Yeah, I'm going to slide
1: in his DMs and be like, yo, save me a golden ticket. I'll see you at the Dodger game, dog. Meet me at
2: the— <laughs> I think I watched I I watch Office. Maybe you can put one. it up here if you want. I think I watched Office one too many times or whatever. By the way, I love Michael Scott. Great guy. But uh, I think I stole that golden ticket idea from him. But it definitely—, uh, definitely I think worked. that's
1: a Willie thing, the golden ticket. Yeah, I, I got a golden ticket. Yeah. He's got a golden ticket. Right, anyways, uh, so you stopped the politicking because you're very passionate and you just tell them and put them in their place and they hate it because I saw all the shit. I've seen all the videos. I've seen what you've been doing. And then like you started calling out like everybody everything uh, yeah and there's one thing i gotta talk about it i don't know how much you could speak on it but i know if we don't bring it up people are gonna be like what the fuck i'm
2: gonna get it down let's do it all yeah. right so in fact, i'm gonna wait and be real careful listen, I, <laughs> They people, keep piling on on their
1: defamation because there's there's i yeah, i've yeah. you know you're you're a topic in a lot of people's conversations and people i've had some conversations with people that they're like they don't know they're like, oh, he's a snitch. Like he's out here calling people out. Like, what the fuck is he doing? But I'm like, yo, he's snitching on cops. Like, what the hell? And and he's breaking down like facts because I know people struggling with shops. Like, it's not the same. It's it's like it's crazy right now, especially with all the taxes and all the metric and all the bullshit and all the costs that it takes to run a shop and order and, and whatever, dude. There's there's a lot of bullshit. I don't wanna get into it. But so you were like figuring shit out and you did like a full math you're a smart dude obviously
2: I'm, I'm pretty good at numbers I spell like shit like everybody's <laughs> typo or whatever but I'm pretty good with numbers but you,
1: you did this whole equation like you had a whiteboard and you had yeah. numbers down and you're like alright let me break this down it was kind of like the fuck around and find out type right. of chart like, and you're like boom this is what's going on with Glass House
2: yeah so i had done that math a lot of times before right you did it in
1: your head you're like how the fuck you know, like
2: for the office I was like bro look at these earnings it don't make no sense right And then, uh, you know, I was like, I'm just going to leave this be, right? Whatever. It is what it is. Then, you know, I see dude posing on, uh, you know, Kyle, whatever. Like I said, I met him. He's a cordial guy. Like, I'm not, like, trying to personally attack him. Maybe this is a personal attack. I don't know. But, you know, he's posing on the front of MJ Biz as Mr. Compliance. And I was like, bro, this shit don't check out. And then it was a big debate. Like, believe me, I did enough shit in my life to grab eyeballs. This wasn't that. This was like, where is the heart and soul of the industry going to go, right? And to me if that continues and we'll see, like their wholesale numbers are up even more. I better be careful what I say. Uh, But, you know, it was like, you know, we gave him
1: clout, dude.
2: Yeah. Where's that going to go? Right. And then in my in my mind, and I think the biggest mistake people make in business or in life, like if you're trying to change something, the easiest thing to do is inaction or nothing. Right. And then, like, we'll never know what would have happened, And maybe it still ends up happening in seven or ten years if we didn't act. Right. And then, of course, we knew the snitch thing would be uh, part of the conversation. And we had the internal debate, like, yo, do we want to put this on or not? And it was like, you know, fuck it. Let's go ahead and do it. Um, you know, my take on it, it's all publicly. I, I, you know, I'm not trying to get out of trouble. To me, that's snitching. But I respect everybody's opinion on it. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the, the the numbers were public. The state puts out their numbers, and they put out their numbers. All I did is, you know, a little, I called it third grade. It's probably like sixth or seventh grade math, right? Did some, you know, basic breakdowns. And it just doesn't you know pencil out now they've sued me for defamation and all this other stuff but at the end of the day my take on it is this right i know people that are being investigated the fucking feds are all up in that burner system not to get too deep into it and i know who's being investigated and who's not being investigated right and in my opinion and i gotta be real careful what i say because they're actually this is what are their claims that how can i prove they're getting blind eye treatment and the answer is anybody who did any math could figure it out metric knows the state knows right we're, we're working to try to get the metric which is the ultimate goal of litigation right try to sometimes it's just try to get the uh discovery so it's definitely a tough debate uh we kicked it around a lot but at the end of the day i thought it was you know the right thing to do obviously there's a lot of people that are super cool people at like glass house i know people that, that that flip uh last house packs and i've had you know heated uh, discussions with them, like, and they're like, Yo, why are you trying to fuck my shit up, bro? And I'm like, Why are you sucking cop dick, right? So, like, it's an interesting uh, debate, right? And, like, at the end of the day, for me, it's actually an absurdity, right? I'm not going to get into the amount. And again, I'm under a defamation lawsuit. Every time I fucking say something, they up their. Is
1: the post still up?
2: Oh yeah! Oh Yeah! So yeah, and I added a few more to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Is it pinned, or do they have to like search your page I for search. it? It's just
2: not too far back. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: It's just a whiteboard with a bunch of numbers. Watch it; it probably has a lot of views. Yeah, I'll say this.
2: <laughs> and, and what I keep saying is, people live a math online. Like this is just deductive math. And then since then, you know, shout out to uh, one of our attorneys, T. You know, he took the CDFTA numbers and their dry flower numbers, and we ratted, ran it through that without, like, the assumption of it hitting a retail. It's egregious, right? Um, and, you know, they the funny part is they've sued me for a lot of shit, but they've never actually sued me for the core thing, which is his math is wrong or the majority of our product doesn't get on the black market. And you've never heard... Kyle or Graham come out and say, the majority of our product doesn't get on the black market. What you've heard them say is we're financially audited. We sell everything through a legal district, blah, blah, blah. But they never have actually attacked the math in a real way. And they've never said that the majority of their product doesn't get on the black market. That's never come out of their mouth, right? So it's be interesting. You know, I always say the takeoff here was probably easier than the landing. And then there's so, <laughs> m- there's so, there's so many fucking people touching that weed, right? Uh, like so many, it's crazy, right? And I don't want to get too deep into it. Uh, but, you know, we have more than we've put out there. they like, we don't want to see people get fucked up that are, uh, you know, just trying to put bread on people's table. And then they got a lot of cool employees, too, I'm sure. Right. So, like, these issues are, are, are super complex. But decentralizing, you know, we, like we talked about, we carry 135 brands or so. Decentralizing the industry, I think, is a good thing. Otherwise, what's going to happen, that's just a tee up for Big Farmer to come in and take it and you know we'll see where it goes so trying to build this little bit of a wall by decentralizing it and you know keeping at least hopefully some of the culture and industry together was the goal you know i, I think the history is yet to be told hopefully we could land the uh you know the plane well but again i think when you're stuck with two decisions and one of them is inaction that doesn't mean that inaction is not a decision and in this case i thought you know putting it out there and I, like i said i did that math three or four times and just you know come here check this guy's out you know and then then we decided, like, all right, fuck it. Let's, oh, I'll tell you what was the, uh, that the, the put me over the top. They went up, I think it was Trinity County, and they enforced on a one-acre grow, and they shot the dog. You remember that post where they shot the dog? Yeah, that's
1: what I was really upset about.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So then that was Mother's Day. And I was like, i gonna say something right now. And then my wife was, she'll sometimes film me. I started like now propping it up because it's early. And she's like, don't drag me out of bed. But, uh, you know, sometimes because <laughs> <laughs> I like to just drop it in the morning and then go. Uh, and then, you know, uh, I was like, all right, well, let's do it. So I did a little rant. And she's like, it's Mother's Day. You can't put that up. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. So I called Nathan. I was like, all right, let's do this. I was like, ah, let's not do it on a property or anything. Let's do the inkboard thing. Like, you're going to make this claim. This is a serious fucking claim. Yeah. You got to back it up with something. So that's, you know, kind of how that came to be to put it out. But it was debated. um, And look, they just put out their last quarter earnings. In so much as you think the math spoke loudly then, uh, it speaks even louder. You know, if you go through their earnings, it's all public uh, based on their last earnings report than it did uh, on the one for the fourth quarter. I mean, it's. I, I'm like shocked that free promotion, yeah. It's just, it's not, <laughs> and it's just like you know, the full on
1: people are like, I can get glass house packs, let's go,
2: <laughs> dude. They got so much fun to 350,000 and pounds. £350, yeah. £350, Listen, no, this now been upgraded to 350,000 pounds of the produce this year in dry flower. counts uh, trim, right? Uh, is just a ridiculous amount to get into a system that can't hold it, and then that's a lot of uh, different people that are you know touching that weed, and the claim that we made, and look, you know, it's some hyperbole, to be clear, Venable, you fucking pussy-ass lawyers. Uh, But at the end of the day, the claim we made was, we think he might be, and of course, it's plausible deniability, sold at all legal uh, distributions. We think he might be the biggest black marketeer in American history. Imagine that. I mean, you can't make this shit up. It's a former police officer. Now, of course, it's audited. It's going through legal distributors. And then that's how it gets out to the black market. But he's putting more product on the black market, we think, in our opinion, based on the math, than anybody in American history. It's, you couldn't make this shit up. And who are his lobbyists? All of, you know, Jason Kinney, who's famous for being at the French laundry with Gavin Newsom. This is how the fucking shit goes down. And I was never a political guy until I got into this. And then you see how it works. And it's just fucking gross and disgusting. Even the shit I'm dealing with today that I'm leaving out because it might get worked out. It's just fucking <laughs> gross how some of these political animals move. And it's not just the elites, it's the managerial class too.
1: It is crazy. Uh, I've, I've been dealing with some shit too, uh, not in the cannabis space, it's something totally different. And like the system's just fucked, bro. Like on all aspects, it's there's just everyone is out for personal agendas and they don't really care about the people. And you out here want weed for the people, and they're just like, nah, bro, we're going to give you every obstacle in ever and we're just gonna work with the police everything is a grip
2: What fucked up party on pine in the end was that so i called him out for the overtime so we're trying to get like well
1: shouldn't the city be happy you're bringing business people are driving into town to hang out on the block to visit long beach some might get a hotel room and stay the night because they don't want to go they're gonna spend money they're gonna pay taxes they're gonna pay for parking they're gonna like what they're probably gonna stop at the gas station and get gas and put money in their streets like what the crazy, hell are they what the fuck
2: crazy fucking story the guy who has daily dose across the street i don't think he care if i said it since they shut down party on pine his sales are down 30 percent now he's selling the business tell right? to go
1: to city council yeah, bro yeah, yeah. speak up put on a catalyst to represent yeah. die oh we
2: go down there we raise some hell <laughs> so, you know sometimes you need a little leg, legal and political but look at the end of the day that was supposed to be a good thing for the city but their egos are so fragile they would rather be the ones to do it and the only thing the mayor's really accomplished down there he got his voice in the parking garage so when he leave, when you leave the parking garage, it's fucking hilarious. Welcome like, to Long Beach. Yeah, is, and, I, and I was like, bro, this guy, and I put up a... I, put, <laughs> I think I saw that yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, I called it Small Dick Energy. I took it down after like a day. I'm like, oh, I got to still get a few licenses, right? So I got to walk the line a, a little bit.
1: But, you know, the, You're in my algorithm. I, I watch is, your shit, like, dude. Yeah, You're I entertaining as fuck. Like but, I you know,
2: they're getting $60 million in overtime, and they're going to do a study, and they're going to say that they don't have the money to reduce cannabis tax that's $13 million. The whole city makes it uh, off it, right? It's destroying an industry. The math just doesn't add up. And then the crazy part is that the progressives, their their headquarters is the firehouse, right? And the firefighters are making sick amounts of overtime, sick amounts of money, and 37 out of the 40 biggest overtime getters don't live in Long Beach. They live in fancy Orange County. They live up in the South Bay, and you're taking money out of the coffers of our working people. And our executives don't make a lot of money because you have to suffer to advance. I've never took a penny, and it's all going to fucking rich fucking firefighters living out of the city limits. It doesn't. There's no logic behind it at all.
1: When are you running for office, bro? Never. never are you you gonna never, get in there no. and, and disrupt the shit and fuck everyone no, up? never.
2: I don't think never. Like definitely not for 20 years. I I just a I don't think I could win. Being, what i just couldn't deal with why the, could, you don't think
1: you you think you got the vote of long beach
2: nah not today not today like and look i, I don't know how much change you like breaking down the bureaucracy listen i
1: would we would all i'm sure there'll be a lot of who could start you got a whole bunch of you got a whole industry behind you bro imagine well, you get up in the city council in long beach you're like what for we now we're trying shit. to just
2: move catalyst forward build a fucking business <laughs> and look the hope is we can get you know 800 stores in california kind of be everywhere you know, not a ton, 5%, 8% of the market share. And
1: slowly- it's not a ton, just fucking, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm not trying to put everybody out, right? I mean,
2: that's the glass house stated goal.
1: I mean, look, I- there's a lot of brands out there that are, you know, MSOs branching out other states, you know, creating a name for themselves.
0: I mean, who
1: knows what's going to happen? Happen though. What's gonna happen when it gets federal? Like is it gonna be descheduled? Is it gonna be only pharmaceutical? Then everyone's fucked. Everyone's gonna have to change out the way they grow. Like-
0: federal
2: terrifies me i always say this y'all motherfuckers think you see some chads the chads that have come right now are yellow belt chads the black belt chads when the
1: federal yeah, when banking like gets involved in the, they're sitting in the back twisting
2: their fucking mustaches <laughs> the big pharma <laughs> yeah, black belt with, with their
1: monocles and shit oh bro <laughs> these
2: motherfuckers next level chads so like without getting too deep into it chadlies there's a, there's a, like a loose alliance starting to be formed I call it a black belt chad wall right And the idea is, if we could kind of all work together, that when that wave comes, you know, we have some uh, defense. Because, look, federal legalization seems like nobody ever knows. Sometimes weird shit happens a few years away. And obviously, in an ideology, it needs to be legal. It's stupid that we have made cannabis illegal. But I'll say this. Federal legalization is a business matter, and what it could do to reshape the industry is terrifying. Just like Prop 64. Fucked it up. Killed 215. (laughs) Fucked
1: it up. And this is
2: a federal thing where you got and like the money you know some guys raised two three hundred million dollars right at the end of the day these guys flick off a billion like
1: it's nothing Like it's, but there's also brands that came out here that had like 50 60 million dollars and they're non-existent now
2: most of them that's how I got a big chip (laughs) I got a big chip on my shoulder over that shit like I'm like
1: give me 60 million I'll run a brand exactly
0: my fucking point
2: we got passed over so many fucking times and then all these stupid fucking people like because the guy who fit the part and look i'm not gonna put them on black well i'll just say the brand decent enough guy but herbal busted right that guy fit the part man he, he looked the part he came from the food industry those were the guys who were getting the money right the MedMen type guys they were getting the money we never got no none of the money they looked over us so i'm always like what the how did they make that decision i just don't think anything translates perfectly to the industry and then i'm a petty motherfucker and have a chip so you know i always do my since i've been living uh with that and we had our four kids and been alive we always do our new year's eve together our own little house party right taking shots fucking smoking weed Hell yeah. fucking listening to punk rock moshin so you like moshin huh oh, i love moshin yeah i'm a punk i learned guy. that about yeah, yeah. you
1: yeah so they, all, the elbows, like, <laughs> Let's go.
2: they all went to bed right and i'm like a little faded not too faded and i'm like it's a new year what am i thinking about so every fucking lender that passed on us i just sent them last year's fucking uh move and usually like i don't get too into talking about numbers but we made a little move from uh the beginning of 22 to the end of 2022 right and we just lived real humble kept it down fucking try to put it into expansion when we had it and you know they bet on fucking mostly losers my take is california in the end is going to take the entire game so we're just trying to be patient we actually have two licenses in illinois we're selling those off i wanted to do something but just, just keep it here in Cali, try to win this. Build the brand. Yeah, that's it.
1: Build yeah. the brand. Exactly. That's what it's all about. I love it, dude. What's your go to munchies? You're always out here on the road making it happen. You have a go to? We walk into See? like a we walk into like a uh, like a 7 Eleven or a liquor store or some shit. What are you grabbing? Uh payday. The payday? A payday yeah. You are old school, I'm bro. Payday, and
2: I'm uh, getting the fucking
1: <laughs> payday. Who the I, fuck says payday, I used dude? To fuck
2: with, yeah. well, I, I fuck with the payday. That's I just our peanuts, right? I, I just I just got one during the fucking here. Like, <laughs> we're out in the hurricane. We stopped at the gas station. I got a payday, and then one of them lunchable things with like you
1: know like the the crackers, crackers and, 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 cheese and cheese and meat. Yeah, yeah. A, <laughs> and I
2: got two vitamin waters. I used to go Gatorade, but that shit's too heavy now. So the flavor, though. The vitamin I got water. Two big ones of those. those. I'm good for a fucking 18 What
1: you're like If you have cotton mouth What are you grabbing Oh uh, yeah I like the vitamin, vitamin water Vitamin water Yeah yeah If you If you could go And have dinner With like three people Dead or alive just Dead or, al- dead anybody. or alive Anybody Yeah yeah You just pulling up <coughs> Gonna eat Gonna smoke Have some conversation
2: That's a good question Uh ooh man that was, That's uh I'm gonna go with Uh Some random ones William
0: Wallace. I think I'd go with William Wallace. Okay. Yeah. Dead or alive, right? <laughs> Dead. Or, yeah.
1: Anyone. Dead or anyone, anyone in history. Whatever you want. All right. So. I'm I'm going William to Wallace. With William Wallace.
2: Okay. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Uh,
1: Maximus. Okay. We okay. Really, okay. Yeah. I think that would We be going a good on with one. okay. And I'm gonna
2: throw in, Maximus uh, Aurelius or whatever. I'll throw in your Aristotle.
1: Aristotle. Damn. What is that? That's an interesting ass fucking dinner. Yeah.
2: By Socrates, by that time, they were just kind of figuring out. Aristotle
0: had like...
1: Yeah, he was there. Yeah. Aristotle, William Wallace. <laughs>
2: Maybe I wouldn't go Maximus, but that might be Maximus, interesting. Yeah, well, you oh, he could speak Spanish with him. Movies. Yeah, we could.
1: Yeah. yeah. Wasn't he like the... the yeah, yeah, he was a Spaniard. Yeah. A
2: Spaniard. Man, there's so many. Zapata, That's speaking in Spanish, man, he said I'd never fucking... I have a question for yeah. you. All
1: right, go for it. I'm sorry.
2: He would rather die... Emilio Zapata, who did the farmer's Resolute. That would be one that would be good. I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees. Something like that. Live on my my feet than die on my knees. All right.
1: Maximus, King Leonidas. Who wins?
2: Who wins what?
1: In a battle. King Leonidas. Yes. Spartan 300. Oh. Leonidas or Maximus? Oh,
2: man. Don't do
0: that
1: to me. Ooh.
2: That's like a... Pitting your fucking kids against each other. <laughs> like, well, who do you love more? Ah oh, man, that's tough one. I mean, we always use the metaphor of Spartans so I'm partial. And my favorite part of that scene, before he kicks her in the fucking thing, is he looks over at his wife, right, and his wife goes like, "Yeah, do it," right, and then boom, he kicks him in there. I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with Leonidas.
1: He Hell that. yeah. If uh, if you had any superhero power,
2: superhero power, yeah. Like
1: anyone? Any, any, yeah, any, any. Like reading, reading minds is on the table. Yeah. Oh yeah, easy. Get, read people minds. Yeah, read their mind. Yeah. Not control their thoughts, just read their minds.
2: Well, you, to control their thoughts, you might have to read their. No, maybe. No, cause you
1: just have to just let them know. Just tell them what to think. I think I'd rather read their. minds Read their minds, see what they're thinking.
2: I don't know, but that would take all the fun. There's,
1: there's technology out there, bro. Listen, are you into conspiracies? I think you're... I, I heard you little something about, like... Well,
2: well, I don't... I mean, if you believe the media, like... No, no, <laughs> I, I think that...
1: You heard of uh, Project Mockingbird? No, nah, what is it? So, Project Mockingbird basically is where the CIA uh, puts... Uh, Agents as news anchors to give you guys the news, so they could tell the narrative of the story they want to tell to the people. And you know, usually the media was i will just, not
2: ruling any of that shit out. Usually I the media it. was like
1: three or four outlets, so they just all had the like you know two right. different narratives, but they just told people what to think and what to believe, and that's what they had. But now that there's a lot of independent reporting and technology and people on the scene, now a lot of people are realizing and calling a lot of shit out.
2: I agree, and then YouTube, I think, like people going on podcasts, take candidacies, like Vivek, what's his name, Maswami, Robert Kennedy Jr., whether you like him or not, they would have never been creeping up in the polls without podcasts, so Robert Kennedy Jr., the Dems are just trying to hide him, right? Like, Ramaswami, where's he gonna go, right? They're not gonna cover him. They be getting on through podcasts, which is an interesting new medium. Let me ask you this: I'll question. get them on here
1: to smoke with him. What?
2: Maui, what do you think happened there? <laughs> Talking about conspiracy. Listen,
1: what I think it's unfortunate what happened over there. Alaina was. Have you ever been there? It was. A, I've been
2: there like four or five times. Yeah, there's, there's a, tree a, a crazy tree. Yeah,
1: the, yeah, that tree was. Got it. Yeah. The Kush. The Kush Art Gallery was yeah. over there. I I got a my flute. I traded some guy on the fucking main on the boardwalk. Yeah. Some OG because I brought OG with me for a fucking flute, and I learned how to play flute tri- tripping on acid. That's a whole other story. That's a good uh, so I think it's unfortunate that the, it's just weird how some things aren't burned and certain things are burned. And, and the, the incineration of the fire is different than what, like, we, we're in California, so we see what a lot of like house fires look like. Yeah. It doesn't look like what it looked like in Hawaii.
2: It seems like it came out off a of fact. And what the. Like, wouldn't you know? What did people see it coming?
1: And, and it's just horrible how. I'll just say, I don't give a fuck. You know, I'm with Elliot. Fuck okay, it, I got big balls right now. Just How just we, just as a country, gave billions of dollars to another country, and we can't do anything within our own country for, our, like, a state that we have.
2: But speaking of the grifting, this comes all the way into cannabis. So you know why they give money to Ukraine? Because whoever... Let's say that shit's $200 billion. Somebody's making, like, $140 billion profit off selling that. So they have to... Ukraine was not a real democracy. Whatever you think they're Ukrainian people, they've, like, flipped the game on it. It was a fucking whatever like a a, a a corrupt state right but all of a sudden we created a controversy to make fucking money off it but we can't take care of maui why because that actually costs money everything out there is a grip and it doesn't make personal
1: sense. interest dude I, that's what personal i'm saying interest. i hate it and you know what's even crazier about this is we owe china so much money right they're helping us out whatever with the econ- whatever dude right we pay them a lot or we owe them a lot they create a lot for us and here we are, not paying back this debt to our plug that's been fronting <laughs> us, and we're giving all of our money to the new shiny Mylar bag that's coming up and trying to look cool while the old plug is like, yo, what the fuck's going on, bro? You owe us money. What you doing giving them money?
2: But, th- but they don't care. They are just keep- they don't care if they have to print more money. So that But you- that,
1: then they're like, what is your money? You just keep printing shit that has no value.
2: Yeah, but it gives them value, and what it does is it makes the working man's money worth less. And they don't give a fuck, though that's the way that they keep control they have to create a they have to create some sort of like disaster issue not that it's not like in part real but that's what same thing about keeping people divided we're mostly the fucking same right like if you sit down with somebody even people that you beef with and you chalk and you chat it out we're mostly the same the idea of the government is to keep us divided and always perpetually be creating a crisis and once they do that they have us a little bit under control just like you know kind of the way of my world view right and they're always up to something every once in a while it might actually be what it is but on every issue if you don't step back and say like okay who could make money off this what's the profit motive then you're not even like trying
1: right yeah that's it it's it's crazy to just like now there's all these whistleblowers coming out that just want people to know what the hell's really going on and it's just crazy because they just mentioned aliens and people are like yeah whatever there's aliens who cares gas is fucking $12 a gallon Eggs are fucking twenty dollars a dozen. Like I don't give a fuck about aliens. Maybe they'll help us. They probably would. Hopefully, we like evolve no, into something. But yeah. what's gonna happen is there? This is my theory: is they're gonna create like this. Like we're gonna have an alien invasion, but it's who knows what, if it's really gonna be aliens, and they're gonna cause fear amongst all human civilization, where we're all gonna have to unite, regardless of. Whatever we believe, religion, because we have a different being that we're in a battle with, and that's gonna turn into the one government, one currency shit that they want us to have, and it's just gonna be that type of world. I like that
2: theory because I've been suspect. Like I actually,
1: think <laughs> I, I'm huge into conspiracies. I, I, actually, I hate calling them conspiracies, but well, yeah. I was
2: talking to Ted a little bit about <laughs> aliens because he's in the labs and he came up right, and uh you know, I, I think at the end of the day there is probably aliens somewhere in the universe by the law of large numbers. They're here. But as soon as they start showing it to you, then you have to ask yourself, why are they showing it to me now, right? Is that real or is that, you know, it not real? But the bigger question for me is why now? And my guess is, to your point, they have your theory is, fuck, and I haven't heard it, but it's definitely of what's possible. I would put it into my, like, pocket of why are they doing it. They're doing something. Yeah. Nobody knows why.
1: There's like a lot of crazy things going out there right now, dude. I heard this thing called Voice to Skull where they can, you know how we're all like electromagnetic, our brains work on electricity and shit, they, but they have this technology where they can control your, th- you know how you have inner thoughts, inner dialogue with yourself. Right. They can control those thoughts and tell you how to start thinking.
2: I, I, mine's tough. I think it'd be hard to crack mine.
1: <laughs> Try.
2: Like come on, on, come get me. You'll never control mine. I'm like, what the fuck they is going have on? They might run the technology, but I'll I'll be like the guy in uh, X Men. I'll break them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah no Just
1: fucking get <laughs> control of it, dude. Um, You still competitive? Do you still play? Play what? Just games, sports. Oh, anything you
2: think I do, I'm fucking the most competitive guy I've Well, ever.
1: listen, you know, I am a Connect4 world champ. Oh, I'll get it. Let's get I am it. Hasbro recognized. Uh, when was the last time you played Connect Four? It's
2: been a while, but I'm thinking we're probably gonna draw. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say we're probably gonna draw. Okay, you unless could. you got, unless you got some fucking. But I you know, I'll say I'm, I'm, I'm undefeated. Fun. Yeah, well, you've won every one.
1: <laughs> I, I, on Thursdays at Apothecary, if you come in and beat me in Connect Four, I give you a half ounce for free. I gotta have to You're just talking this. I'm just talking shit back, so but no, I it for a drop. You wanna draw. You want a draw? No, I'm gonna get a W bro. You I got you right now. Dude. I think I could draw. I uh, think I could all right, draw. Alright, let's go. Let's make it happen. Alright, but I get, I gotta focus What? Well, no, you got alright, alright. You gotta focus here. Gotta, I'll set right, this up real get, quick. Yeah. You wanna be red or yellow? Uh I don't care. Alright, care. You can go first. Oh shit. What you play games with the kids? Yeah, I
2: will. Yeah, yeah. Chess, Chess is the main uh it's a good game there's a lot of things in chess that somehow are metaphors
1: there we go got the clip dude got the clip i usually bring the huge one with me dude Got the clip dude here we're gonna i'm gonna do it this way real quick for the cameras but we're gonna do it so we can both see it is that good right there which camera are we at dude which camera are we at can you see it? Yeah, I can see it. I got my little. I just gotta get focused. All uh, right, you want to go first, or you want me yeah, to go first? Yeah, I yeah, will go first. All right, you got red. Let's go, dude. Oh shit! All right, now go. I lost. Bro. No, no, now go, now go, now go, now go. Oh, great move, great move, dude. Great move. We're chilling with.
2: Uh, you got me all scared, bro. I got like you got. Do you have like a trick? Watch Are you going to play me right now?
1: We're playing Connect 4. I'm super competitive, I think, dude. I,
2: I think you're going to play me. If I lose this, I'm going to be sad. I'm
1: so, uh, that's why I wait till kind of the end to do this because... This, this is why I don't like playing games against people because then they get mad at me because I always beat them. Damn, bro. You
0: got my head fucked up. No, bro. we're I good. Go. We're good. You're in my head, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: here we go.
1: Let's see. <laughs> do you have a favorite cereal?
2: Uh, Favorite cereal? I'm going to go with... It's just whatever's in my fridge, but what's mostly in there. You is keep your cereal in your refrigerator? Not my fridge, sorry, my pantry. Okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't know if that was like a new tech, no, bro. I'm I was like, what?
1: Really. Yo, let me find that out, captain, dude.
2: The peanut captain butter crunch one is in there. It's good. You
1: like peanuts, huh? Yeah, I do. I do. You got it's paydays? Good. You got peanut butter cap and crunch, dude? All of it. Fuck. Right. You, you put that. peanut butter in your smoothies? Am
2: I, I will. Yeah, I, will. I, will. Yeah. I don't think my one today had peanut butter, but I will put it in there.
1: I'm nervous too, dude. I'm nervous, dude.
2: I was taking a drive, but then like I thought like daddy had some fucking uh, like ace in the hole. Like
1: I will. Be... I'm about to beat you. Uh can I can I talk about the first time I met you? Yes. Okay. I I honestly didn't know who you were the first time I met you. You were chilling with Beck. We were at the Autoflower Cup in downtown LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were chilling there with Anna. You guys were on the couch the whole time. I was doing like these red carpet interviews. I think Eric you was with me. me. Yeah, yeah. And I was just interviewing everybody. I was like, I'm just gonna interview anyone. Uh, it's your turn, by the way. Oh, yeah. you got me. Uh, so I'm sorry, I got you thinking of shit. Out,
2: shout out to fucking. Uh, let's give him a shout out. This shit yeah, just, creme de Canada, dude. Creme de canna, yeah, fucking, the hat trick. It did get me high, in the motherfucker. Let's go. Let's what? Go. Here we go. You ready? I got it. Uh, fuck. I'm
1: nervous, dude. You got okay. me kind of shaking in my boots right now, dude. All right, you gotta I'm, go back.
2: You gotta go back to the original story.
1: All right. You're interviewing there. I remember the night. So yeah. I was asking everyone to interview, and then so was like, "You ever interview?" And I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "What's up?" He's like, "I'm oh, I was like, "What do you?" guys I, "You didn't say much," and I was like, "All right, let's just go. I'll make it happen." And I just got you, and we just I interviewed you for a quick second.
2: Yeah, I remember. And you know what I said in that interview? I said something about fucking. I used to smoke meth. I th- actually then I thought to myself, Why did I just say?" Yeah, that you a lot? actually <laughs> did, dude. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> You did say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's
2: true. I don't care. What am I gonna say about it? Like whatever.
1: I was like, Whoa. I don't smoke
2: meth anymore. And I haven't in sixteen years. I yeah. used to. You've been. Yeah. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have done it. Yeah. But I liked it a lot when I was smoking it. That was the problem. So yeah. I stop. Yeah. I remember <laughs> so you mentioned that. I was <laughs> like, Yo, this <laughs> fool <was> just <laughs> like
1: this fool went there. This fool went.
2: Well, imagine like I'm already pretty hyperactive. It's like meth next to God, I'm like, you can do that, whatever. I can't stop.
1: It's terrible. So now you just smoke new dab.
2: Uh, I have dabbed. I like I'm not a big dabber though. It gets me too high. But I'll do it like if I'm g- having an event, I always dab just so I'm there fucking representing. But that's when I get down to like I'm gonna leave in fifteen minutes.
1: Pay attention to the next move. I just wanna let you know. Just pay attention. I- I'm just being nice. Oh, you were being nice. Yeah. Cause you probably weren't gonna go there. <laughs> that's actually yours already. Huh? That's yours already. <laughs> no, you're good, dude. Please, please. I wasn't giving me. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to yeah. end it so I quick. I probably should
2: have but that's it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, could you started talking about uh, Matt and your sobriety and shit. So, but I appreciate you, man, being you open and it. honest that with was that. Good, though. that. Yeah, was yeah, good. thank yeah. you. All right. You're going to beat me twice, so ne- really, ne- really though. Next, okay. next one's not going to be so nice, right. though. Yeah,
2: yeah, I see. I know. I see where you're going with this. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. Why'd you go there? <laughs> I don't know, man. Right. <laughs> Well, thank you for playing, bro. It was a great game. I appreciate you. What? <laughs> That's it? I said, why'd you go there, dude?
0: Go where? You went there,
1: then I just got four in a row. It's called Connect Four. Oh, my
0: God.
2: All right, I'll tell you what. I'm going to come back with a sound mind and body. And if there's a trick, I'm going to learn it. We're going to rematch. You beat me twice, though. I Not beat you once. He took me out. No, you beat me twice. Oh, because I for- once, oh. You beat me twice.
1: Yeah.
2: I give it to you. <laughs> yeah, <got it>. congrats. <laughs> Not even close. Like no, a no. skunk. It was Like, good. go home, dog. Go you got, home. You got yeah. distracted,
1: dude. You got distracted. Well, I'm
2: going to say this. Now I want a rematch. But right. I don't know when and where. It might be a month. You want to wait? Two months.
1: You don't want it right now. You want to wait, right? Yeah, run away. All right, all right. I think
2: if I played right now again, you would Look, just beat Get me
1: the app if you want. Yeah, Practice. Get it with your kids. Start playing your kids, dude. Figure it out. And then come see me. Oh, uh,
2: yeah. I do. I got <laughs> up. That's actually a good way to train. I get work my way up. Yeah, yeah. Kids
1: are really good, dude. They're smart. I'm sure you got, out of four, I'm sure you got a good one, dude. They
2: all did good. Yeah, they something you like with some more than others but they all did do pretty good in the
1: end they look shout, to, shout out to chat can I go to the chat real quick I got a live yeah, chat they got some questions can I ask them I, I know yeah. we missed a couple if you guys want to ask them more you can ask them right now but I saw one earlier I wanted to ask you dude it stood out what's your Taco Bell order
2: oh man it varies usually a chicken quesadilla but I get the, uh, the uh, jalapenos out or sometimes I'll just go two straight tacos I don't really like to dabble in, like, the pizzas and the nachos. Like, I leave those be, but my wife likes those.
1: Have you ever tried the potato tacos? I have not tried those yet. Oh, you should try them. Next time you go, just try one. Yeah,
2: I'm like a Taco Bell. I'll
1: do it. Do you ever get the Baja Blast? Yeah, I like those. Yeah. they pretty good. You know the Baja Blast was specifically made to make your Taco Bell food taste better? Like Taco Bell oh, and Mountain Dew. No, they, sense. like, chemically created this flavor to enhance your Taco Bell food. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah, that's why, why it's, not? like, exclusive to Taco all Bell. They have
2: technology, and they're selling food. They're going do, to they do it all.
1: They're, <laughs> <gonna> do it. <laughs> they're
2: trying to do it for as cheap as possible, get us to eat it, and if we die a little early of cancer, nobody
1: What's your it. favorite fast food? Do you your have a go-to?
2: F- uh, I mean, In-N-Out, probably, I'd say. In-N-Out. <sighs>
1: Yeah. They should change In and Out to two ends. In and Out, because it takes so long to get your food there. Dude, the drive through so long? It's like fucking checking into a hotel room. I'll say
2: this though, for that line, they move it pretty quick though. Uh, yeah.
1: Is that your favorite burger, In and Out?
2: Yeah, I, I, I'll go probably. I, I'm nor I go cheeseburger more now, animal style. But I'll change it up and sometimes go animal fries. That's the animal fries are kind of gangster.
1: I like animal fries. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to wait fucking 45 minutes for that shit. Nah, man, it's fat. Even when there's like 12 cars,
2: you might get out in like 15
1: minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's cool. You ever have Fat Burger? Yeah, they have. It's really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, way better than in n out I'm not sponsored by it.
2: A friend of mine was from LA and he insisted I have Fat Burger when I was maybe like eighteen and we were coming down here for the like first time during the first year, and that was the first time I had it. It was good. Yeah.
1: Someone said peanut butter Cap and Crunch is the best. They agree with you, dude. It's good, yeah. I think you're the only two people in the world that have peanut butter cap and crunch in their top a five my, of got, fucking I, favorite I, cereals. I got
2: four kids, so like I'm I'm like kinda de facto just taking their choices right i'll get cereal probably bowls like two in a week so i'm not the cereal buyer whatever's in there i'm gonna get
1: are you regular like, milk or are you like oak oh no, milk
2: I, yeah i'm regular milk i can't fuck with the
1: other milk almond milk up. nut milk well you like peanuts i don't know if you fucking try peanut milk or some shit bro yeah i would i would, I would. <laughs> you go to the market like peanut milk fucking run Dip my payday's in that bitch
2: something about that milk milk i gave it a go i switched it up i just like the milk milk not hating on anybody who doesn't but you know so it's just a little more a little more flavor to it.
0: What? The,
2: way, the sugar of the fucking Captain Crunch after a while. They get a little soft. It goes into the real milk.
1: Yeah. As you slurp it's it, up, it Yeah,
2: especially when you're
1: lit. It's good, man. What? Uh, that's, uh, boom. They said, oh, there's a class action lawsuit about how weak crunch wraps have been. Damn, that's crazy, dude. There's a what? Uh, a lawsuit about the Crunchwrap Supremes, I guess. They're uh they're not as good as they used to be. Uh what's your favorite sandwich at Anna's?
2: Uh the I never get to say it right. I should know by that one. The Popa B Me.
1: It's like bacon and other stuff. It's Italian. Ooh. I can't say it right. The Papa yeah, it's <laughs> <They're all laughs> that good. the one. fifth and pine is good. The PP. The Let fifth me get that one. Pine, it's
2: good, but if you go to the fifth and pine, you better be ready to have a fucking big meal.
1: That's good. Uh ooh, this is a good question. Freddie gets faded. What's your favorite Catalyst store? It's like kids, man. Ooh.
2: It's like kids, kids, man. I mean, look, they all. The reason I like driving the stores, I say it every time. I like love them all in a different way, and every one of those doors was hard to get open. So for me, it was like a pleasure to drive them. It's like going through a time warp. And like, everyone has like a, a it's hard to. The Long
1: Beach is not the favorite because that's your hometown. It's like the, the first one. It's your. Well,
2: so the second street one, it was like, that was like my proud moment. I, just for just because it's not, at that moment too, I didn't know what a good location is. Now I know like get the freeway, get the fucking parking, it smacks. But that was like the high end retail corridors, 2016. That's, I went out then to meet all the fucking friends in Belmont Shores that, try to explain it to him that was like the one I think that uh, was so novel and new right so there's something cool about that but then we have other ones with really 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 good vibes that thump harder you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't shout out P Town. I just got an El Monte, like. Don't start naming them. All. I'm not gonna name them all. Name let's them all, go 21. You know? Let's you know, go. Name them all. I'm gonna no. say this: one of the proudest <laughs> moments of my life was fucking driving to Patterson. This is straight up true, right? Like, of business accomplishments, and this is not to dramatize the story. We were fucking dead, 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 right, dead. So it's a million three taxes, the illegal tax. We could have paid like a quarter million, but we just are trying to help. We got the store. We thought they would negotiate better. They did it, right? But it's the illegal tax. They called it a public benefit, but you don't get a call it a public benefit if it's really a fucking tax. And the public benefit has to be attached to the amount of impact it has on the community. So a million three didn't make sense. So that we were trying to back channel it, make a deal not working, everything shut down. And then we put together a litigation on Friday, said we're going to get you on Wednesday with this, preliminary injunction, it's an illegal tax, we laid out the case. and. Uh, I thought we were going up there to get a fucking killing, right? We had all the vets there. Sean Kieran, shout out to him, came out. Sadie, her whole crew. It's a 12-person crew, right? And they fucking love it there. They're like a fucking family. So we rode in. It's 300 miles. Not close to... Anything, so I'm going up there with the mentality. I'm literally trying to figure out where we're gonna put Sadie. You drove 300 miles. Yeah, Nate was there. Yeah, we're trying to figure out where to. Uh, we, dedication. Yeah, right. Wait, that's how you gotta do it, right? Yeah. They're, you're, they're gonna. I'm never gonna let. Like, not even. This is obvious to me. And fact, you want 200 you're stores? Let, you're not gonna let. You're, you're not gonna let your soldiers be executed. Yeah. If you're you're not the gonna,
1: general. You gotta pull up.
2: So I'm thinking that's it. I'm William all, Wallace, I'm let's looking go. For a place for him to work.
1: <laughs> Maximus, we out here. But at 3 p.m. <laughs> at 3
2: p.m. we're driving up there. It makes sense. It's been all quiet. Total radio silence. It's an execution. The meeting's at seven. I'm about to get up there. At 3 p.m. The city attorney calls. What do you want? Right? They caved. The Litigation scared them. Right? They caved. And they, I was right then. I didn't want to get happy. My whole mood changes. And I was like, yo, that's like crude chef. These motherfuckers just blank. I'm in the car. They just blank right so okay whatever What's april Fools. what are we, we going to do so i, I my attorney asked me, what do you want to do i was like tell him zero on an apology straight up so he's like i'm not going to say the apology part but i'll deliver the message because they went to closed session because of the threat and litigation before the meeting so they went to fucking, uh, uh close session and we said our offer still zero what they want to do is just shake you down get you to pay 50 80 100 but we have a landmark case and they know it's a winner. So we said zero on apology. I'm sure my attorney delivered it a little nicer. And they fucking... <laughs> well, that's what they re- do. <laughs> <laughs> we got a one-month stay of execution. But it was a cool uh, day. So, like, I love that store more than anything in the world this week because of fucking what we've been through together and everything, right? So just always yeah. changing, right?
1: That's, that's awesome, dude. Uh, here's a question, dude. What do you look for in brands uh, when adding them to your shop?
2: All right, I'll tell you who the gatekeeper is. It's Brie, right? So, like, you know, I know good weed, bad weed, but if I'm being fucking honest, I'm not the guy, right? And, like, they know how to price it. They know where the trends are. There's a few other people's opinion, you know, like three or four. They will lean on. But a lot of it is getting through her. That's how you got to get on. And
1: then (laughs) he's like, my name's Bennett. (laughs) I ain't in it. No, but let me say this. (laughs) Let me say this. If you
2: fuck with us and you're in the fam, you're automatically fucking on the shelf that's it for your partner or anything if we like you if we get down with you
1: support walk. the cause slide I'm, it, yeah I got no you. i'm
2: the biggest offender so like this whole like got we got up to 160 brands and then it got down to 130 and we're back to 135 like i'm the worst offender of adding uh you know different brands to the to the shelf what were we talking about i had a point to go with what was the question before i was on a Path and I, I lost my Uh path. We were talking about oh, what do you I look- have? No part of it except if yeah. I know the guy, then I'll go put my thumb on the scale right. and then we have a rating system because, like, you'll be like, this is the homie, hook him up, whatever. I kind of know this guy or this guy just DM me. So, to get it down, so you just like to put a number on it because that's the easiest way to do it. If somebody's a 10, then they're going to get it like full attention like seven they're gonna get in there eventually like you know work it in let them work in and then if it's like just take their call to you know, maybe give them a shot but like if you're busy don't worry about it and that's then it's up to her but i can go in there and say hey this is a 10 we're getting them on that makes All right.
1: sense. so i'm in i'm gonna drop a brand and i'm gonna get in catalyst what's that
2: (laughs) (laughs) you want to drop a brand I said I'm going to drop a brand I'll tell you how you do it and
1: I'll butt tend I'll release it and I'll come in and I'll butt tend while the brand is there and I'll work with y'all Yeah. I'll
2: tell you how you do it you come out and you fucking guest butt tend in mid city you have me on your fucking podcast (laughs) we get high together and you dominate me and fucking connect four. That's how you get on the show. <laughs> We're doing it. Right. So then you, you circumvent, <laughs> like I was saying. Then I
1: say, yo, Adam Hill got a bread. Breeze the tank. Get him on the show. Yeah. You're on. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they'll we, have the jars right here. Yeah. Just chilling on the table. We, we, go buy we, that we. shit. You know where to go. Potty you got to sell the shit on that out here. Here. Yeah. But here's the real thing. The we don't sell it so like, I'll put my mom
2: on. I'll put fucking her grandma on. Don't matter. At the end of the day, the, the judge, jury, executioner is the customer. It's
1: got to be quality. Yeah. It's what's in the bag, not what's on the bag. So
2: at the end of the day, all I can really do is provide an opportunity, but I can't provide the the outcome, right? Like you got to, and it's, there's a lot of things, and I think the one that's really cool about our shelf is the brands that have done well. There's some that are general across the spectrum, and you'll see in old dispensaries. But we definitely have some that are unique to us, and they just grinded on it slowly. They're not big brands, but they have quality product. And then they immerse themselves within our culture and then it didn't happen overnight it was consistent persistent three years later you know our, our i don't think you care if i'd say <laughs> our leading selling flour is coastal sun and it just that's uh little by little by little, outdoor or, or organic, greenhouse orga- organic greenhouse
1: yeah that's exciting yeah, yeah. 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 it's good weeds budget listen right. if you do like a blind taste test right between like outdoor and indoor like people the tarps look you can't replicate the sun
2: but the way they moved, and how they, the way they moved, and how they went about it is why they were successful, right? And then, and, the, and making sure that everybody knows their product's quality, or organic, and at a, at a value. It's twenty bucks out the. For the door. what? An eighth? An eighth out the door. Twenty bucks where you could get like ten pre rolls, half ounce. I think it's like fifty nine. Don't quote me, I could be off. And then the the other one is Cold Fire, which is unique. They're just he's just small team 10 people nick he's the only guy that i would like he said i'm a cult leader like i said what's your title right because i had him on so i'm the cult leader and he's like but, the, but he's the one motherfucker when he says is that it. legal yeah. but you're not like even faded by it you're like yeah bro this dude is the cult leader right like he's the fucking cult leader so but he's done it on quality so he's catching like i'm gonna make a bold prediction he might be the biggest vape not today in three four years on our shelf right he's just grinding up right catching on to the big boys little by little quality 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 right and then it's got within the culture of the bud tenders and that's it it's just you know and I could go on and name a, a, a few others that I think are unique because they were able to make that connection when we were small and as we grow that's just you know who we are so- I,
1: I respect anyone who made it from the traditional side to the compliant side and they're still relevant and they're still out here because it's uh, it's a it was a lot that transition and the money that's been lost because the traditional market was duffel bag days uh, <laughs> and now it's like you know everything's just paperwork and it's it just it's just tough so shout out to everyone and I just want to give a special shout out to all the growers as well dude because without you guys none of us would be out here doing what we do so all the I'm gonna fuck up is one plant ten plants 100 plants indoor outdoor mountainsides size basements closets just keep doing it I appreciate y'all because look I don't have patience to grow and I love smoking so appreciate y'all y'all are creating a industry for many people because without you guys none of us will be here so appreciate you guys (laughs) that's a good clip yeah save that save
2: it save it what I say is the the growers are the celebrities in this game right so like and like this little, they don't
1: get enough respect.
2: Yeah, I'm doing this t- this little tiny podcast. People watch it, they watch
1: it. It's like a passion damn. Project. I'm a tiny podcast. No, That's crazy. No, I'm saying mine. Oh, okay, okay. Mine. I'm tiny I'm just, anyway. No. I was just... no,
2: yeah. I, I don't. That I don't know. But the but <laughs> I'm saying the <laughs> My passion project. Uh, and I didn't mean. I didn't. Do that, no, no, I, no. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, with you. Yeah. I like talking shit, bro. Articulated.
1: <laughs> no, no. My, <laughs> the, the, the little. I feel like you the, could the, take it. The
2: little one I started is tiny, right? It's true. It's tiny. Whatever. 300. You're good, bro. You just started.
1: What? Like a couple weeks ago. But the
2: the the point of it is that right which is there's all these heroes in the game that are artists that are the celebrities they're growing great product so to try to platform them and let them have that interaction with the customer and again so like let's say you got four or five hundred views that's not a lot of views for a podcast but if 200 of those were butt tenders those are good views for that brand right and then they get to learn about that product and i think at one point speaking of educating i want to take all the clips from the podcast that are educational and then it could be, like, part of a training you could watch at a time with like, because there's a part of every podcast when, like, the really good growers or manufacturers, like, they get into their craft where they're, like, on, you know, next level of, uh, just professionalism and jargon and words and everything. That's the way they know it, right? And when they get there, if you clip that, how they build their product and how they grow their product, I think it would be important for bud tenders, every single one of them in our organization, at some point to watch it. But so it's shorter, though. You don't have to watch all 14. You could get it in, like, 30 minutes, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Where can people find your podcast? Uh, I don't know YouTube <laughs> Great promo Yeah it's on YouTube dude. YouTube, YouTube. Just, just type in
2: yeah. And by the way When I said small I buy it, Just to say <laughs> No no fuck you, I'm, I'm, fucking, I'm, I'm fucking with you I'm fucking Honored to be here. I, I love Everybody talking shit Everybody's fucking dude. Without a field do, do, like do you,
1: you have a, a karaoke song Or go to Do you do karaoke uh, yeah, I do I do have two I have two actually uh, I
2: had the tiger I, I'm a terrible singer but I'm pretty good at I had the tiger if It's all about the
1: energy yeah. And the passion I, I feel like you Are passionate about A lot of things in life I, I had
2: the tiger Everything that you do I do pretty good And fuck authority I could, I could smash that shit out. Do
1: you mosh while karaoke? You run into the crowd and like elbow I'll, I'll people? Do, I'll do it, yeah. <laughs> so
2: I get my kids in the mosh pit, so I've taught my kids the game. Like, no elbows down. Like, fucking, when somebody falls, like. Pick them up! Yeah, so like, speaking of our New Year's Eve party, like, that's the way we party
1: with the fucking. With your kids? You yeah, just mosh? Yeah, mosh, yeah. You, you know, just I put on it, your it, punk rock music and, and you're like, let's like, oh, go! Oh, I took my
2: one, I think, when he was. Sounds eight. fucking lit. Like before COVID, I think we went to Pennywise and uh, some other. He was down to get in the mosh pit at 8. Uh, yeah,
1: that was a fun, cool thing. Listen, I'm a delicate dude from the valley.
2: Right.
1: And I wanted to experience a mosh pit. I went to, like, the corn system show. I went to, like, a, uh, uh, rage show. And I was like, I need to experience this shit. And I, uh, it was an experience, you know, I'm grew up in the suburbs. I'm a cul-de-sac kid and you know it was an exciting moment my hat flew off i thought it was gone forever and then someone came back to me Go, here's your hat i'm like this is fucking amazing dude what (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was it was i was just running people knew what the fuck and they were like around me like running with me it was it was an exciting moment it was a good like minute of my life <laughs> that's
0: like, that's I'm like, I'm out. A, a
2: little bit of a metaphor for cannabis it's like that right we're all in there it looks like we're banging into each other the buns once we're doing it right there's like a culture and a good energy to it and they're fucking lifting people up when you fall down they're actually really uh lifting you up right if your hat falls off they're finding it for
1: you yeah I feel like it, like cannabis used to be a community and we used to help each other and then it became an industry and people were having like all these ego clashes and like i'm first i'm the best and now it's kind of like a circus because there's so many clowns involved i think they've been around well, forever look i think this <laughs> i'll say i'll, I'll say
2: I'll, I'll say this right like the, the the ego clashes have always been there and the idea i think sometimes you know people are idealizing what it was before like i fronted weed more than once. I learned to stop fucking fronting weed. The people back in the day, the fucking slow rolled me, got a second order and fucking went, right? Like, people were getting jacked back then. So the, the idea that, like, everything was, like, perfect is a little bit of nostalgia. Not to say that it was better, right? My opinion now, though, is, like, what's the path forward? We legalized it so there could be a path forward, and we're not taking the best path forward at all, right? And so at some point, like, have to do that like the door is open they have to do that and they could do it they just don't want to do it and it's just greed right and that's it they know the solutions they just won't do it and it's like we could keep playing this game of quasi-legal two-thirds black market but the better outcome is legal and to like lean in on that but make the legalization be uh, a market that keeps the culture and works for everybody, right that's what i think so
1: listen dude listen i learned a lot man I said that was an hour we're over an hour bro i feel like we could talk don't for another talk, hour what
2: I, you give me your eye i feel like we could talk for another hour bro like i that's why i'm trying to
1: like let you know we're we're past an hour right, i try right. to keep it an hour but I like you, I, I, I mean we touched base on a lot of things i learned a lot you bro crushed. i learned a lot You're you're fucking super interesting, bro. Easy, as fuck. We're We're chilling, bro. What you mean? We out here on the Versace Espresso Glider Recliners. I saw you earlier. You put your feet up. You're like, I ain't going to start like this. Yeah, we we out here. uh, Uh, Listen, listen. I learned a lot. Elliot Lewis, Catalyst CEO. I say the last final
2: thing?
1: Listen, say whatever you want. No, no,
2: just just close it out. The last final
1: thing. Whatever you want, bro. for the
2: people. That's all
1: I got. (laughs) <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna do that with you. I'm I was watching. gonna do that with you, dude. Right, but I don't take uh, no, 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 here. no. You're good. Please, we, I appreciate it. I want to make sure we got all the plugs in. People know where to find you. Uh, you got the YouTube channel. Just type in probably Catalyst Podcast. If you,
2: if you Google Catalyst, it probably gets you to a store. Yeah. Find us. That's
1: it. Check them out, dude. Uh, we
2: got uh, the folks. Fire weed and fire prices. Now did, I did a plug. But that's
1: yeah. just facts. Did, did we miss anything? I think we cut. We, I learned we a lot, bro. It, yeah. You fucking, you're at, you were out here athletic. You fucking went to Berkeley. You got an education. You fucking didn't want to fuck with politics because they're all fucked up. <laughs> politics, <laughs> like, Fuck came, this.
2: politics came to me that's just
1: i didn't want it to <laughs> i can't wait till you run for office i know you say never but i had to see in the future dude you're gonna decide to do something for your town bro because you want to fucking make long beach
2: you never know you could have two right calls you could have the one about the aliens and this call could be right even though listen the aliens long, are here bro yeah. long shot calls but it's possible
1: have you seen men in black
2: uh, yes, do you remember Before.
1: when the aliens took human form? Yes. What they looked like, yeah, they, look, they, they kind of look, look human, like. but they were a little off. They kind of, yeah, I hate to say this, dude, but like they're here, bro. Because right now, we think the, the homeless population grew tremendously in LA County, and I feel like the aliens are within those areas, just ready.
2: It's possible, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> out. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give that, I'm gonna give that like a, on a scale of one to ten, I'm gonna put it like. 4% possible. Uh, I don't rule it out. 4%? Yeah.
1: 4, four, percent, four so out of 10?
2: was good, though, that they're,
1: they're Listen, fucking with I'm, us to unite us. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> so
2: we'll be, they do want to figure out how to make us into a global government. The only question is how.
1: Yeah, dude. Oh, they're asking if you like chicken quesadillas. Yeah, I like okay, him. <laughs> that's my I go to. <laughs> All right. I know I'm crazy, dude. I'm sorry. I appreciate it. Catalyst uh, underscore CEO, right? Or CEO yeah, Catalyst. Catalyst underscore CEO. I'm high. I've, I've yeah. Catalyst underscore CEO yeah. on Instagram. It's I think it's Catalyst TV 420. They just dropped it in chat. It's uh, Catalyst TV 420 on YouTube. Shout out
2: to the chat. Yeah, yeah. Shout yeah.
1: out to Twitch, dude. <laughs> Shout out to you, dude, for taking time out your day. I know you do a lot. And having 21, 21, 21 stores is... A fucking feet bro and, and I commend you and shout out to you having four kids a wife doing the whole thing
2: look brother let me say this thanks so much for having me on. it's been a fucking pleasure I had a great time I love what you do and uh, fucking great to kick in bond we gotta do this again man listen
1: whenever you're ready bro we can do a part two cause I feel like there's so much more we can talk yeah, about yeah. dude I learned a lot it's been amazing Elliot Lewis baby what Kentron yo I know you're over there dude I just knew this episode was going to be how it was. I love you. You're amazing. Chat was loving you. They said you're a fucking vibe. Dope. How you feeling? I'm feeling all right. I know you like talking on beat because it's hard to play and talk. Yes, that's true. (laughs) How you feeling? Everything good with you? I'm feeling all right. (laughs) Did you learn anything today? Man, so
0: much was said. (laughs) <laughs> I have to listen to the playback
1: <laughs> Hey Kentron's out here dude Appreciate you coming through Check him out uh, He live streams too He's on Instagram He does YouTube All that shit um, Do you like the vibe You like Kentron? It's fucking great man well, It's like a soundtrack to our life yeah. Genius He's okay. out here dude Shout out to Kentron. on both of
2: us To bring him and how the music came
1: out Yeah Love It, it was great dude uh, Elliot Lewis Thank you again You're amazing dude uh, Shout out to everyone Who's been watching If you're still watching dude You're amazing And listen Type in motherfucking uh, 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 We for the people in chat. Nice. If you're this far, dude. Wait for the people. What? Yep. Ready? 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 Which three? camera should we look at? look at? This one right here. Ready? Right, ready? Yeah. Come on. Two, three, three, Wait for the people. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs>
0: Let's
1: go. <laughs> 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 what the hell? Yeah.
0: remember. Men in black. Here come the men in black. Won't let you remember. Here come the men in black. Men in black. Won't let you defend.
1: Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>